Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. I'm your host, Ruto, joined by AJ Hayfley as the Avs win over the Arizona Coyotes 4-3. to uh, Closer than it had to be in the shootout. I get the job done, but no one, I think, would describe that game as pretty by any stretch of the imagination for Colorado. Uh, first of all, shout out to uh, Petey over from PHNX for hanging out with us during the watch along. Had a blast during the game. Part of me is glad that it was a good hockey game. that We got to sit there and watch together. Mm, definitely. Uh, unlike the blowouts that we've been dealing with earlier in the season. For, for sure. Type of things. <laughs> but I don't think anyone is going to be too happy with the abs play tonight despite the win would you agree with that aj yeah and the idea that bedner would backskate them is fucking hilarious on a back-to-back yeah, yeah. i don't think so <laughs> not likely to say the least well and he's never he's almost never backskated them in his tenure like, as coach. I think like once during the 48 point season is like what it takes to yeah. backskate them just doesn't do it yeah <laughs> He talked about it once, too, because he was like, because I don't remember who asked, but somebody was like, you know, why don't you? And he was like, because all that does is all bag skating your team is about making the coach feel better. It's not about preparing them to, to, to be better the next day. Yep. All it does is just make me feel better for punishing them for like poorly. And I can't preach to them to turn the page and forget the past the next day when I hold the previous night against them at practice. So at least there's a rational, uh, rational belief there. Sorry. I was a little bit distracted because we have our draft Kings pick of the week. The winter Olympic medal betting is finally up on the draft Kings sports book right now. You can bet on the country to win the most gold medals or the uh, number of gold medals for the USA. AJ. Under or over nine and a half gold medals for USA at the Winter Olympics. Feels like an easy over, right? Yes. That's what I thought. So hammer the over. Go get it. Nine and a half gold medals for the U.S. at the Winter Olympics. Minus 115. So it's not amazing odds, but it feels like that's a slam dunk, right? America's kind of built the foundation of their country around winning gold medals at the Olympics, it feels like. So... Jump on that, go over to DraftKings Sportsbook, get on that pick of the week, or get on any of their other offers. If you use code DNVR when you sign up right now, you can bet $5 on any wild card, excuse me, wild card NFL team to win their game in the playoffs. If they win, you get $280 in free bets. So God. that's like an absurd amount of money to go play with on DraftKings if you win that one bet. So jump on that today with the DNVR code. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. So let's get into some of the details of this game. Uh, let's be honest. This game started exactly the way the Avs wanted it to. Pretty quickly up to nothing for the majority of the first period. They just look like they're strictly better than Arizona and 15 minutes through the game. You're vibing. And then the power play at the end of the first period happens. 
Yeah, what a weird night that we're going to be talking about a PK that gets the job done and was aces, and a power play that was... That ends up negative one, five power play opportunities. Not just bad, but it's like incompetent. Mm -hmm. Brutally bad tonight. I mean, it, it, it wasn't just the normal issues that you're used to with the Avs power play, right? You're used to them struggling with the entry, and when their entry isn't working, it's it's a bad night. But they weren't particularly dangerous when they were in the zone either. So and That's not great. On the power play tonight, they had five power plays, and they had four scoring chances. So less than one per power play. Yeah. That's not good. They had six shots on the power play. That's not, especially, and look, these context markers are important because the other night when you're playing against the Leafs and you go 0 for 4, but you have 12 shots and multiple high quality opportunities. Yeah. Compared to tonight where Mm. it was just brutal all the way through. Yeah. Talk about Talk about an 0 for 5 night tonight and then an 0 for 4 night against the Maple Leafs that are anything like, alike. Yeah. Completely different. Yep. Yeah. No kidding, man. I mean, that was just that was just bad. And it's it's really easy to look at it and just say, well, they played down to their opponent. Are the Russian bots in the chat advancing, or are you actually a real person? Asking for the score of the game. It was 4-3. He also asked if it was OT, so I'm inclined to believe you're a real person in the shootout. The Avs won 4-3. I'm sorry. (laughs) No offense. I just, every time I see a Russian name in chat, they're spamming some link to what is definitely viruses. Or elbow cough. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, back to the game. What... (sighs) What do you say about a first period like this if you're in the locker room? Because, yes, the Avs scored two great goals. Yes, they had the, the shorthanded goal that they gave up. But it it didn't feel like the Avs were really trying that hard, right? It felt like, okay, the Avs just have more that talent. Was, they got up to nothing. That was their dominant period. That yep. was the one 24 to 10 in shot attempts, 13 to 4 in scoring chances, 7 to 1 in high danger chances. That was the one where they tried to win the game in the first in the first period. Yep. And when they gave, they were doing it. They were up to nothing. If they get the, if they get the third goal somewhere in there, changes that game. I mean, this was, you look at this game, this was very much uh, a carbon copy of the Chicago game in Chicago. I mean, they get up to nothing. They don't get that third goal. And then it gets to two, one. And then they slowly, they tie it up. And then they're down 3-2 in the third, and then the abs come back, tie it up, and then they win it in, in beyond regulation. To be honest, I don't even know if they needed the third goal immediately. If you just get out of that first period up 2 nothing, you're feeling pretty darn good. But that giving up that late shorty is just such a big swing into Arizona's favor that mm-hmm. it feels like, all right, what should have been a period where the abs feel really good about the game Suddenly, it's a one-goal hockey game, and and nothing is decided, right? Mm-hmm. It's tough. It, it, yeah. It's tough when you make mistakes like that. And uh, let's let's start with the goal the Avs gave up in that first period because we were talking about it on the live show. There's breakdowns at every checkpoint of this yeah. goal. 
the the pass from Gerard is way too casual. It's too soft. It's lazy. The play by Taves, uh, he doesn't recognize that it's not a good pass, and he just stands there and lets it come to him. Gets caught instead yep. of either backing off and realizing he's not going to get it or being aggressive and that keeping gives, the play alive. Yeah, That gives Keller the chance to get around him, and then Taves actually does a good job on the back check to be competitive without taking a penalty. And then Frankie just lets in this little dribbler of a goal. Yep. That just slips by him, and you're just like, all three of you guys. Yep. One of you make a better play. And this yeah, go go sit in timeout because yep. bad. <laughs> go sit in timeout because bad. Sounds about right to me at this point. Uh, yeah, I, I, he's going to get worse than a C minus, I think, my guy. He finishes with two assists. <laughs> On a night where his, he was awful. Yeah, played his worst. I mean, you look at his puck management and it's terrible. And he finishes with two assists. The Avs have three goals. They go three and one with with Taves out there. I guess three and two because of the power play. And have the advantage in all the shot metrics imaginable. And you still watch the game and you're just like, he didn't play well at all. Yeah, I uh, full agree. Excuse me. Uh, Sorry. Doing other work for DNVR right now. I do love that like Devon Taves has a bad game and he walks out with two assists. Yeah, if that's a bad game, you're counting that as a win a little bit, right? Right on, man. So, uh, it's it's easy to see why you can be frustrated with this Colorado Avalanche team because they showed that first period, right? They showed they should just be better than this Arizona hockey team. Well, they they are when they when they actually play their ability. Yeah, when they actually just play their game and they just do their thing and they stick to what they do. I mean, they they rolled Arizona tonight. It was, they made mistakes that Arizona capitalized on on two of the three goals. And then the second Arizona goal was honestly just a nice play by them. Hard to argue argue too much with that. I mean, you look at all three of the goals that Arizona scored in regulation tonight, and you're going, you got to save one of those, right? Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, the, the that that Francois wasn't even close on the on the Johan Larson goal it was like, yep. And it's a nice little play by Lad, but it was he was just so, so not on that post. Yeah, and it looked like he'd already started to read a puck going elsewhere and started to commit to it, and then was like, oh. It's one of those conversations. We talked about this on the pregame show, right? Is Kemper hasn't played particularly amazing. And you're saying maybe the door's a little bit open here. Maybe Frankie yeah. can earn himself some more playing time at the very least. Yeah. And you look at the performance tonight and you go, that's not particularly better than anything Kemper has given you. Yeah. Well, and then, I mean, it's, this is where we say this about all the, all the time about Kemper, but it's complicated because. Of course. He gives up some goals where you're just kind of like, ugh. And then and then locks, locks it down in the shootout. Yeah. <laughs> in overtime and the shootout. Yep. Rocks. Makes several huge saves. I mean, makes some big saves uh, uh on the power play that yeah, Arizona has to, to end regulation. Yep. Makes like, one huge save, makes a huge save in overtime to get it to the shootout, and then yeah. stops all three in the shootout. And you're just like <laughs> I <laughs> like I don't. I don't understand. I just goaltending, man. 
Goaltending man. It's just goaltending. It's just goaltending. Oh, I love the take. Just how it is. Like, you're looking at this and you're like, oh, I don't think he does this very well. It doesn't doesn't do that very well. His rebound control is really bad. He got pucks just flying off of him. Yeah. Wasn't uh, wasn't catching pucks cleanly with his glove. Was like headbutting him with his fist. Like it was like he was punching pucks out of his glove. It was bad. And then locks it down. Plays great in overtime in the shootout. And you're just like, well, you'll take it. I mean, he got it done in the end, right? The abs. The abs. Somehow, two things. The the two things that you could say are true about this game. The abs don't play very well, but walk out with two points. But if you go and you look at the numbers in this game, are comically dominant. Yep. For 85, in all situations, everything considered, 85 to 41 in shot attempts. Doubled them up. 47 to 26 in actual shots on goal. 35 to 13 in scoring chances. And 16 to 7 in high danger chances. So. This is a shit. This should have been a shit kicking. Yep. Is it? Is it too harsh? Is the bar too high for the Avalanche to say that this game should have been easier to win? No, no, it's not too hard because it's not too high because it just they just this shouldn't. I mean, this isn't even this isn't even a Coyotes team at full strength. This is a this is a borderline deeply, AHL team. Let's be deeply honest. compromised version where they're missing ten guys. I mean, come on. This is the Tucson Roadrunners that just took you to a shootout. All right. Is is the real win here that the Avs didn't give up a goal to Liam O'Brien? The real win is that they won. But I, boy, know, I know. Not giving up a goal to Liam O'Brien is nice. <laughs> okay. We are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You got your avalanche amber right here. Be sure to go get yourself some from Breck Brew. It's the beer to drink when you're watching the Colorado Avalanche. Of course, they have dozens of other flavors, too, if you want to check that out. Check your Breck Beer Locator online to find it at a local liquor store near you, as AJ is dying, I believe, over there. Um, at Go get your go get your beer, and then what's better to go with beer than a little bit of sexy pizza on top of that? Go grab yourself some sexy pizza from their location in Denver. It's a it's the New York style pizza, which I I, I told it before. Both AJ and I were just like nomming on sexy pizza that was like two days old at the bar the other day, where it's like yeah, it's just been sitting out, but it's still delicious because yeah. it's it's just that good. So. Go jump on some sexy pizza. Get that for you. And while we have almost 400 of you here, be sure to subscribe to the DNVR YouTube and like the video because that helps us out a ton. If you missed out on our watch along, if you're subscribed, you'll get the notification to be sure to tune in to the next one. Uh, not sure when our next one will be, but I had a had a blast. I was I I'm glad to be back on YouTube with them. I really like hanging out with the YouTube chat for the for the watch alongs it's really fun to have you guys along for the ride here uh so look forward to more of those we have a we have a bunch of them still left to go for the rest of the year so i'm looking forward to them at least i hope y'all are second period of the dnvr avalanche podcast presented by draft kings sportsbook let's backtrack a little bit here talk about the first two avs goals on a night where uh, the frustration continued to build in a lot of moments for Miko Ranton, and he does get the abs on the board first. Yeah, cool. Neat. Good. 
Good finish. Yep. I, I think that pretty much sums that one up. We'll move on. Maybe a little bit, uh, one that you feel better about. You get a goal from Tyson Jost with an assist from Curtis McDermott. A really, a really good play all around. Malzev wins a puck battle in the corner. Robbed gets an assist McDermott. on this one, yeah. McDermott get, makes a nice play, get the puck out in front, and Jost with a great finish. Like, yeah. finally, a great Puts finish. one roof, yep. Actually manages to get one there. So, if nothing else, maybe you're hoping this is a little bit of a, a, a pick-me-up for Tyson Jost, a guy who has really struggled to find his finish this year. Um. I guess he's on a better pace than he was last year, but not by a whole lot. So you'd love to see him get back to a guy that can put pucks in the net a little bit more consistently for Colorado. And and, and what a big, you know, you, you talked about it on the, on the watch along today, uh, the abs fourth line, a lot of nights feels like it's Tyson Jost by himself. Yeah. So, if it's going to be Tyson Jost carrying that load, you'd like to see just that little bit more out of him. Yeah, he. I mean, he needs to. He needs to be a leading man on his line if he's going to be on the fourth line and not. Uh, yeah, you know, he can't not be a, a, a third wheel like he is on a. Yeah, a I don't want to call him a line. passenger because I don't think he is. I just, but he cannot. He can't. He cannot wait for one of those guys to step up. He's got the experience. Uh, he's comfortable in the role. There's no reason for him not to be better. Uh, Cade's comment here. I thought Maltsev was pretty good. AJ, where did you fall on Maltsev tonight? Because uh, you pretty kind positive. of saw both sides of it. Yeah, I felt good about Maltsev by the end. Uh, the only thing that I really didn't like was that one zone entry where uh, he got a a stick in his skates and he just went down looking for a call and it just, I just thought it was too soft, but no, like didn't turn the puck over. Didn't like, it wasn't a bad play or anything. Everything else though, like he, he gets, he should have had an assist. Uh, they took it away from him, but yeah. yeah. And then he draws, he drew a penalty later on. I thought he was hard working and I thought he was solid. I, that's I, I like I would take the what they got out of Mikhail Maltsev is better than what they've gotten out of Darren Helm most nights. And I, I would take that. I have no issues with that. I mean also you notice that Darren Helm not in the game and their their penalty kill has their best, most effective night in a long time. Is that a coincidence or not? <laughs> so all right. So let's get into the second period a little bit. Um I think it's safe to say the second period did feel like the Avs got caught in cruise control a little bit, right? Uh, yes, they outshot Arizona 14-12 to 12 in the period. They were still on the better side of a lot of metrics, but not nearly as significantly as the other two periods of this hockey game. And it, it felt like a team that was playing like it was up 3 nothing when, for the most of the period, it was tied 2-2. Two to two. So Yeah, the, uh, the big push... Uh, the big push for Arizona in the second period was it was fine. Yep. The the big thing that didn't happen was that that's when they had their five on three. They had two minutes of a five on three. That the Evs prevented the goal from going in on. Yep. Yep. They nothing had nothing happened, and then uh, and then the Avs got a penalty immediately. Maltsev immediately because he was the guy serving the too many men mm-hmm. on ice part of that. Yep. Immediately came out of the box, got involved in a scoring chance on the other end, and drew a penalty. 
that was great. That was great, man. I, I, I don't know. I think I think this is a game that we will, if we were to watch, if we were to go back and watch, I think we would probably feel better about on a rewatch, knowing probably, how yeah. it ended. Yeah, we would probably feel a lot better about how they played and kind of how the game unfolded. And you know, I, it's just it's like numbers don't lie in this one, right? Like you, you can say that you played poorly, but also. You won. Like, you, you also dominated this team by pretty much yeah, every metric in the book. Like, you absolutely, like, if you just look at even strength, you 68 to 32 in shot attempts, 39 to 21 in actual shots on I mean, goal. Forget a rewatch. Just take the take the mindset of someone who didn't watch this hockey game and look at the box score, and you're going, wow, the Avs kind of crushed this game. It seems crazy that this was a 4-3 win. Yeah. So. I mean, it, you have a third period at even strength. The third period, the Avs were eighteen to four in shot attempts. Yeah, they in actual shots on goal it was eleven to three. They didn't give Arizona pretty much anything outside of the first thirty seconds of that period. Yeah, and of course they get burned in the first thirty seconds of the period. And but... that's another one. That's that's the one where I was really like, you really need a save, Frankie. Like that's a yeah. nice play by Phil Kessel. But they're really high up in the zone for that one timer to have worked. Yep, and, and it, it it was it's one of those goals where it's like, oh, Frankie almost had it. It wasn't like that. That goal had a lot of net to shoot at for Gostas Bear. So it's it's tough. It, it's definitely tough. And yeah, as Chad I see has kind of mentioned here, look, the reality is expectations are extremely high for this Colorado avalanche team this year Yeah. to where while at the end of the day, you take the two points and it doesn't matter how you get there. Two points is two points. You certainly don't care about giving a point to Arizona, but yeah. you, you look at a night yeah. like this, Arizona cares more about that point than you do. To be honest, does Arizona even want that point? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're like, come on. Just beat yeah, us. Couldn't have done this in regulation. Right. Just beat us already. Get this over with. <laughs> um, so, yes, the Avs got the job done, but with the expectations being what they are, you look at this game and it's an easy game to see where you notice all the things that the Avs could do better, right? Because this isn't a night where the Avs blew Arizona out. Now, with that being said, do you expect a better performance tomorrow against this team, AJ? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Landis Cog will be back in the game tomorrow. Uh, he'll be in the lineup. So right there, you're like, okay, that'll help. Uh, they didn't really get much. Like, they didn't get a tremendous battle. The second period yeah. was the only period that was kind of close. Uh, the, abs the abs were pretty dominant besides giving up a couple of not great goals and not. Yeah. Finishing. You're, you're talking about like, Oh, that's a nice play. Right. Oh, but that's, and then they, but they score on it. And at the other end, you're talking about the abs had 17. Oh, that was a nice play, but they don't score on it. You know, some of that is their own doing. They're shooting pucks right in the chest. And some of that is good goaltending from Prozvatov. 
Yep. You give credit where credit's due. Ivan Prosvetov had a good had a had a good game tonight. Made a couple of really big saves to keep Arizona in this game. Definitely. And like you give him you give him those and you'll get overtime. He made he made the huge Multiple. save on Dachushkin. Yep. So that was that was big, but I <laughs> you know, I just um fine with i'm i'm fine i'm ultimately like look you got the two points as salty as you want to be about it yeah that's one yeah you honestly just can't look at this and be like and make it out to be some abject disaster when the bottom line is to win the game they did it the process was pretty good wasn't like they got outshot wasn't like they got outplayed it wasn't like whatever right look when you look at the underlying numbers of this game you take it every time you would take the underlying numbers every single time and you probably win in regulation a lot better than four to three most nights with these underlying numbers. Yeah. So it's a little bit hard to quantify those two things together. I guess I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of, but it doesn't matter. Uh, Anyway, uh, as someone in the chat mentioned there, I saw the comment. uh, Sorry, Matt, uh, Ryan Murray did get injured with an upper body injury in this hockey game. Expectations there, AJ? Is it just the McDermott moves back to D? Uh, yeah, I would say either McDermott. I mean, I, you're still in town, and both teams are both teams were at home. Um, both the Eagles and Abs were at home tonight, so you you could still bring up a defenseman if you want. Yep, I'd bring up Justin Barron. Uh, that's just me. I don't know what happened in the Eagles game tonight other than the final score. So if something happened with him, I don't know. But I would say I would bring up Baron and but that's fine. That's the end of the list. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if you have to bring up like uh, Dennis Gilbert uh, has been healthy again, yep. he could come up and play for a game. That's fine, too. Uh, no bar tonight because we were doing the watch along with uh, with PD yep. because I'm sick. Yep, I'll be in the bar tomorrow. I know yeah. there are some people coming down tomorrow that wanted to say hi. So Yeah, I will not be. I will be there saying hello to everybody. Um in any case, I I see I don't I don't necessarily agree with the scratching of Maltsev. Also, there's no need to scratch Maltsev now. He'll they'll, they'll yeah. have room for um, him. Yeah, I'm not no. the the curiosity is here. Do you call up Justin Barron? Or do you move McDermott to D and give someone on the forward side like a Cout or a Sakura or a Bowers a chance? That's where I think this question really is. Yeah, I mean, uh, Cout did not play tonight, so you wonder what's going on yeah, there. Obviously, not sure on the on the specifics, but yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I've said a bunch of times that the McDermott at forward thing, like it's minimized the amount of damage that he can do when he's on the ice, but he's also just not doing a lot for uh, you look at tonight like it's a nice assist but then you also the the hit on Makar is nothing yep it's not it's a nothing hit he ends up getting an instigator yeah he takes the abs in a hole like and there was a there's a five on it ends up a five on three because that and that's not his fault like the the sixth guy coming on the ice is whatever but yeah it shouldn't happen but it's also not McDermott's fault but McDermott going over there and getting an unsportsmanlike conduct because he's defend like you like that he's defending Makar, but Makar doesn't need defending in that situation. 
Yep. The nothing hit. On what was a clean hit. There's no really argument to be made here. And it is what it is. Yeah, shout out to all the all the Yotes fans that hung out with us on, it the, was awesome. on the watch along. Too. It was yeah. awesome to, to hang out with all the, the Arizona fans. All the Arizona fans who it's so funny because uh these were Avs fans four or five years ago. Yep. You're just happy the to be exact in a competitive same spot. Game. Yep. You're just you're just happy to be competitive. You're happy that your team is in a good game. But by the third period, the investment of watching had paid off. It wasn't a disaster. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is what it is there. Uh, back to the McDermott conversation. McDermott played five minutes and 10 seconds tonight <laughs> with an assist. And it's the, it's his highest TOI in a second, too. Yeah. And like good underlings, that's dope. All of that is, you feel like that's fine, right? Yep. You have no problem with the way McDermott played tonight. Outside of maybe the penalty. Yeah, well, and the penalty is like... You, it's, it's what he's here to do anyway, you right? You want him to like, defend your guy. Yeah. That's why you got him. But also, like, the extra two minutes in that situation is also appropriate. So... So is this what you're asking for? Like, is this what yeah. the Evs just... They deal with the penalty because this is what they want out of him? Um, still a tough spot. If the guy's ceiling is five <sighs> minutes and ten seconds. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a, a tough spot to justify, I think. But yes, Hellison did make Team USA, by the way. We never, we, we forgot to mention that on Thursday. Yeah. On the All Star episode. Yeah. Yep. Drew Hellison was going to the Olympics. Cool. Um, I, I haven't seen any other Olympic rosters announced. So I, just, I don't know. We'll like see. As, as much as I bet on USA to get over nine and a half golds, USA's Olympic hockey team without NHLers is not very good yeah most of them won't be but yep. we'll see yep for sure anyway we are of course brought to you by light shade you can get over there and use code dnvr to get 25 percent off your entire purchase it's essentially buy an ounce free rather buy an ounce get a quad free or any of their other products as well. You can go online to order it for pickup at any one of their 11 locations in the Denver Metro area and Aurora. So jump on that, get on it for a bunch of amazing options with light shade. They do a great job. They've been around in Denver since, you know, it's been legal so highly recommend you jump on that one of the great products we recommend with them is ripple as a fact fast acting dissolvable i can talk i swear clinically proven to hit two times faster than the leading gummy so ripple starts absorbing within 10 minutes of you taking it so you can depend on a consistent experience every single time with ripple dissolvable with ripple dissolvables words you can make anything unedible Flavorless, dissolvable powders, so you can put it in whatever you want. It still tastes like normal food. It's great to use. Be sure to check out Ripple today with Light Shade Dispensaries. And when you're done with Light Shade, make sure you're taking care of your teeth. Get on over to Green Mountain Dental Group. Schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam with them to get a free Sonicare toothbrush. Just give you a free toothbrush. You can take care of your teeth at home so your dentist doesn't get all mad at you and you're good to go. You get in, you get them clean, you get out. Super easy, super great. Green Mountain Dental Group, great at what they do. Then we're actually about to hit up 
Chevalier Mortgage ourselves, because my wife and I are starting to look for a house here. Uh, so be sure to hit them up. Both Mike and Virginia have been in the business for a very long time. Mike, a certified financial planner, and he will take care of you. He, not only finding a home loan, like let, let's be honest, most realtors can find you a home loan, but Mike will look at your financial picture and find the exact right one for you and what you need when it comes to looking for a house. So check them out at dnvrmortgage.com. Be sure to get over there. Both Mike and Virginia will make sure everything is all good for you and you get your chance to win some free DNVR merch when you hit up Chevalier Mortgage. So they got you covered on every step of the way. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578. Michael Chevalier, NMLS, 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS, 1910631. Yeah, I'm not stoked on the housing market right now, but we're going to do our best. We're going to do our best. Hopefully, Mike and Virginia can help us out on that one. All right, looks like we got a couple of super chats here. We can get to those. Uh, Ryan B for the $2. Thank you very much. Dubs are dubs, but I would like to say yikes. I also read my Twitter account. <laughs> there it's, you go. It's almost word for word, my tweet. Hey, when you're right, you're right. All right. I, you know what? If you're going <laughs> to agree with me, I am all about it. Uh, Tommy Thompson with $5. Did you make sure you made your goal in the first 10 minutes bet? I'm so sick of that screen every single <laughs> Reach. <laughs> so we watched the Arizona, or at least I watched the Arizona cast yeah. tonight um, yep. to get a nice little break from that. But yeah, that's uh that that one has become a bit of a meme, at least in the background of the DNVR circles about the the goal in the first ten minutes. Uh, it's a it's a fun one. Uh, all right, third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. As we dig into the important part of this game, third period, the Avs come out, they give up pretty not great goal in the first minute of the third period, but it's a nice play by Castle. I just want, it is. It is. I want, I want Frankie to make that stop more than anything else on that play. I want Frankie to make that stop. Simple enough. It felt like a pretty bad goal at the time. Would you consider? the Avs scoring less than 30 seconds later. Is that them flipping the switch or is that just uh, serendipity? I'm telling you, man, they just like, they like getting choked a little bit. <laughs> it just does it for them. That's their kink now. Yeah. They like when they're trailing, it makes them feel alive. That's right. <laughs> the Avs just need to be suffocated a little bit. <laughs> they just want to get choked a little and then that revs their engine up and then they come back and they do the thing. They I mean, they did it. Look, yeah. no one, uh, no one right had... down and gives them the jolt of life that they were all looking for. They all got that big adrenaline rush. So they immediately score. They get the game back to tied again. Shots on goal in the third period with 11 to three. So outside of that goal, the abs gave up virtually nothing in the third period uh, outside of a, a power play at the very end. It's. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm struggling to come to a conclusion on this game because no matter what you say, two things are true. Feels like the Avs should beat this team easier, but they also did beat this team. Yeah. So 
I mean, at the end of the day, in the NHL, you're trying to get the regular season is about accruing points and getting to the postseason. Yep. So in that way, job accomplished. Do you love how it happened? Do you love having to go to a shootout against Arizona? No, of course not. But it is what it is. So before we get to the shootout, let's talk about overtime. That was a fun overtime for once. It didn't feel terrible. It didn't feel terrible for Colorado this overtime. Yes, there were some plays you didn't love. Frankie comes up with one big save to keep them in it. But on the whole, it felt like a hockey team that understands the current model of three on three, certainly better than years past in Colorado, right? Mm -hmm. So is that, are, are we counting that as a win? Do we really care about that? Or is this a, eh, it's regular season and three on three isn't a thing in playoffs kind of feel. Uh, I mean, I think it's, it's meaningful that their three on three play has gotten a lot better. Okay. Like you look at, you look at the last couple of games that they've been in overtimes and they've been, they've been good, man. Like they, they had a good, their, their overtime game against Nashville was a good, it was a, it was a good three V three up until the bullshit that took place. Yeah, their their overtime against Chicago was obviously was competitive. Each team had their scoring opportunities, but it came down to which side makes the play. And then tonight, again, like which side makes the play? I mean, Nachushkin with the great rush gets him yep. gets in there. It's just a great side, it's a great save by Prosvatov. Kadri strips Kessel and makes the great centering feed to Ranton in, and Ranton in just can't quite get that backhand tip uh, on net otherwise that's a that's the game winner and then on the other side frankie makes a couple of big stops too like the big thing is is that they're getting their chances and they're getting stops when they make a mistake because for the last couple of years like as much as it's been frustrating for me to watch them give up clean breaks and stuff like them getting them getting that extra point is great it's big Look at it's two extra points. If they if they boof the three v three against Chicago and Arizona, that's two points that they've lost out on, and they're trailing St. Louis right now. They're tied with St. Louis despite having three fewer games played. They're one point behind Nashville with four games in hand. I don't even care that much about the tiebreaker because the Avs own the first tiebreaker already over Nashville. So. I mean, the only way that you can really be upset about this is if you care a whole lot about the second tiebreaker, which there are 48 games remaining in the season. If you're getting upset about the second tiebreaker in game 34, you need to fucking relax. Whoa. Not to mention there are four games in hand, one point yeah. behind Nashville. Right, like, like I'm saying, like they... They are they they kind of are already in control. They kind of just with the games in hand, they feel like they're in the driver's seat of the division already. Yep, agreed. Um, Does so Nashville play tomorrow. Yeah, Nashville plays Boston tomorrow. So depending on how things go, we could, could be, be we could be tomorrow. We could be yeah. fast forwarding it tomorrow, and the Avs are in first place. Nashville's big overtime win will have held the Avs off for a grand total of five days. So. One more thing I want to get to about overtime. We've talked a lot 
in overtime about how you want to see the Avs play more intelligent hockey. I think it's safe to say we've seen a decent amount of that in the overtimes lately. Can you extrapolate that past overtime? Or is this a contained event where you can't really apply it to regulation hockey? What do you mean? You've seen the Avs play smarter in overtime. Okay. Have you seen the Avs play smarter in regulation? I mean, it's the same guys that kind of do the same thing, right? Yep. The same guys that I've had problems with in overtime, I've still had problems with. The same guys who I think have elevated the overtime have seen more ice time. Okay. So I think that that's... So it's more about utilization of players than anything else? Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. All right. Let's get I to think, the shootout. I think, I think they just stopped saying, okay, McKinnon uh, and Rantanen together go right. do the thing. Go out you and notice, this game for us. Yeah. Exactly. They're split up now in all the overtimes. Yep. It's not an accident. Yep. Like, they put McKinnon out there with Machushkin a decent amount. They Tonight, they had Rantanen out there with Kadri. I was good with all that. You know, Burkowski was with McKinnon to start once they got to even strength. Yep. I was good with all that. You know, Landeskog is the guy next to McKinnon um, when it's not Machushkin a lot of the times. Burkowski was there tonight uh, for obvious reasons, you know, with, with no Landy. Uh, and, and with Tabes and McCarr and Gerard, I think you're good. I, I don't really worry about the back end Just too much. Just run the Ds, rotate them as you go. Yeah, I don't, I don't worry about it too much. So um, I think that they're uh, – I think that the three-on-three, they realized that they just could not continue to beat their head against the wall the same with the same stuff. Yep. They've changed it up, and they found more success, and I don't think that's an accident. All right. So some intelligent deployment, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, Getting to the shootout, uh, Frankie stops all three, gets a little bit of hell from Nick Schmaltz, who just kind of misses the yeah. net entirely. Goes, but... goes down officially in the score sheet as a miss, not yep. a save. Correct. Uh, but he stops the other two. And then the Avs do not get goals from McKinnon or Rantanen. Yeah, McKinnon is... hits the post and Rantanen yep. kind of falls down. It loses his footing and that's... that's Put it. on a good move and just couldn't seal the deal. Yeah. Uh, and then Nazem Kadri, the non, at least not yet, all-star, finishes the game. He's going to be our king of the game as he gets the game winning. Not a goal in the score sheet, but it is yeah. a shootout goal to get the abs to 4-3. Uh, he should have had an assist in overtime uh, when he stripped Kessel yeah. and made the great and play to Ranton. And finish, yep. yeah. So it's... Should have had it. And we've talked about, again, it's... The Avs don't go to shootouts very often anymore because you just don't see teams get through overtime like you used to. Yeah. But their number of weapons are so deep. You get no goals from McKinnon and Rantanen. And you get to throw out Nazem Kadri as the guy that gets to finish the game. Yeah, I mean, we were having the discussion as the third guy, Kadri, Burakovsky, or Makar. Yep. You genuinely don't feel bad if you throw out any of those dudes. Yeah, Yeah, the answer is yes. (laughs) Like, you just pick one, man. Yep, I I felt like it should have been Kadri because I thought he was vibing tonight. So they did. They went with them and yeah, it worked, they, right? And it worked. And it worked. Like, yep. cool. Got, hey, you flip a coin, you try and make that call, and it it goes your way. Great, good job. Yeah, that's take, your job. That's like good job for the coach. That's their job. Take the dub, and I I think 
ultimately, I do want to end with that positive takeaway, right? However it got made, the Avs won the hockey game against the team they were supposed to win against. Yep, and they got it. It's not, unlike maybe the Leafs' comeback from last week, this game, when you look at it at the end of the season, you're not going to remember it. This is just going to be a, the Avs beat Arizona. It's a W in the win column, the end. So I don't think you have to overcomplicate it. AJ, any final thoughts on this one? Um, Yeah, no, I think you said it. Dubs are dubs, babe. Dubs are dubs. So we're going to get out of here for tonight because we got to do this all again against the same team tomorrow. We will be live pregame and postgame for the game against Arizona in Arizona. Be sure to tune into that right here on this very same YouTube channel. We hope to see you there. We appreciate your chat. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. Until then, we'll talk to you later.